0: What did you think when you heard Adolf Hitler speak?
1: Well, I thought he was crazy. And when you see some of his talks, I've seen them on the television. He does sound crazy, you know? Yeah,
0: he sounded crazy, yeah? Yeah,
1: But she didn't see that.
0: Okay, welcome everybody. I have a very special guest today. It's my 99-year-old grandma. Thank you for being here, grandma.
1: Thank you for being here. <laughs> we're at her house. My first grandchild.
0: I'm her first grandson or child. And grandma was just telling me it's Christmas Eve, 2017. She's 99 and was telling me her childhood memories of Christmas life, emigrating to the United States from Berlin, Germany. When you were born, World War I was still going. 1918. Yeah,
1: just about the end, yeah. That's but
0: that's a while ago. I know. <laughs> so I want to ask you a couple questions because a lot of people ask about you. You're very popular on my Snapchat. You're more yeah. popular than me.
1: <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> you are. Um, so first question. Earliest childhood memory. What is it? You're born in Germany, 1918, February. What do you remember?
1: No, I was told. I was born at my one of my grandmother's houses and put into the, uh, a drawer because they didn't expect me.
0: <laughs> they put you in a drawer?
1: Yeah, <laughs> because they didn't have a bed or anything. I mean, just for the moment.
0: Were you very small to fit in a drawer?
1: <laughs> well, a big drawer. <laughs> a, a big drawer. <laughs> I was a normal child, dog.
0: You were the only one. You said you had insecurities because you were the only one who wasn't blonde.
1: Well, I wasn't insecure, but I felt I was a, eventually a child of a gypsy. That was my idea.
0: You thought you were born. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I was always felt a little outside, yeah, you know, because everybody else was blonde in that family. I mean, really, everybody.
0: So you're born, and then what's the first thing you remember?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know.
0: Can't remember what is a few childhood memories that you are.
1: Well, at three years, my father wrote, which is, I think, very interesting. I, he wrote, dictated by me, and my um, album was something that, if I, I said at three years old, if I am a hundred, I may already be dead. Wow. I thought that was quite amazing.
0: A <laughs> you, hundred years old is coming up for you, February. I
1: know, I know, and I think I will die. No, so.
0: don't say that. <laughs> Your grandkids will watch you. Ever, and...
1: ever since my driver's license I lost last year, I felt very dependent. and uh, I couldn't really manage anymore my life. Uh, but now you're out and
0: about and walking and doing... I know, you
1: know. but I need a lot of help.
0: We all need help, Grandma No, I
1: need a lot of
0: help <laughs> I mean physical help so what is one of the things you remember coming to the United States? What was the first thing you saw when you came you came on a boat from England I came,
1: I came from England and visited actually for my my father who who loved England, wanted to stay there, but he also had a visa. It was just waiting to come to America. I remember when he came. But in any case, I stayed with friends whose father, and they had always we had when we went to Alsace to the North Sea in the summer, where we spent most of my summers. Uh, my my mother eventually had to take guests, paying guests. One of them was this English. A uh, boy who, whom I liked, and, and I visited, I stayed with his parents, I think. And the father said, If you want to leave, you better go now because so many of the English uh, males were drafted and couldn't really go because of the coming war.
0: This was before World War II started.
1: It really is, yes. So I got myself on the ship, which still had passengers free because the English were cancelling their trips and I could go. It was a very exciting trip, five days. from. So were
0: you the only one in your family that came to the United States? Yes,
1: I was the only one because my father was already in England waiting to go to America, but came later. And my mother waited for my younger brother, who was too young, Chris. Uh, Did that
0: take a lot of courage to come along?
1: I, I suppose so, but I was very eager. <laughs> I didn't feel very very good in Germany because I hated Hitler. And, and well, I had a very good school friend who became a 150% uh, Nazi.
0: Is that Melita Meshman?
1: M- Melita Meshman. She yeah. wrote
0: a book about how she betrayed your family, right? Right,
1: right. And and I, I always remember that when the Gestapo came to our house in West End, where we lived next to the campus, I mean, she lied about those things. What she, why she came or anything like that. But in any case. Uh, I sent my father to her parents to warn her because they had taken my diary and I had written a lot about her. So. The
0: Gestapo took your your diary? Yes. Wow.
1: We had this invasion in, in West End of... Knock on the door with about five uh, Gestapo people who searched the whole house and took my... Well, my sister got into the concentration camp.
0: But she but, went for... not. She went for for political reasons, right?
1: Political reasons, very
0: leftist. She was more communist. Yeah, she was very leftist. And I remember, I remember your my great aunt, your sister, Tantarelle, yeah. When I was a little kid, she was always making me clothes. She would knit me clothes.
1: Oh yes, yeah. they were all the Germans except me, because I was left-handed. I always had difficulty doing all the things because the teachers were always doing it right-handed, so I was very unskillful in those those things while my sister who was so bright anyway and could do everything and we actually we had a very nice lady from a german who but who worked for family in moscow but she came with a war i guess or something and then my mother hired and she was our caretaker for a long time and i
0: Here's some tea, Grandma. For oh, that's
1: you. wonderful. She she had much more.
0: Oh, watch, it's hot.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, I haven't got that here. Thing anymore, I'll hold here. it here.
0: You want? Let me give yeah, you. Yeah, well, it's too hot to put it there. You know. All right, I'll put it here. Now you uh, can you keep that closed, Bill. At some point, you saw Adolf Hitler in person. Where was that?
1: Yeah, in Berlin, because my uh, this Milita Mushman wanted me to go to see him and Where
0: was he? Your your friend said you got to come meet this guy well, named Adolf I, Hitler. No, she,
1: I met her because of in school. Okay. Which I had switched from a gymnasium which is very much into latin and science while I my mother switched me to this other school where I met her which was more into literature and languages and things. And she Asked me to come with her to see Hitler speak, and I I went, but I never said hi Hitler and I once remember going I bicycled to school, and once came up the back stairs carrying my bicycle and the and the director Torn was his name of all things, he came down and said you always try to go the back way because you don't want to say hi Hitler and so. Well, he later on went crazy, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, many people went. When you when
0: you Hitler. saw, was it a small room? How big was the room with Adolf Hitler? Was it a large stadium? Was it a house?
1: I think it was outside, I think. It was not inside.
0: What did you think when you heard Adolf Hitler speak?
1: Well, I thought he was crazy. Yeah? I mean, I thought he was crazy. And when you see some of his talks, I've seen them on the te- television. She does sound crazy, you know? Yeah,
0: he sounded crazy, yeah. Yeah.
1: But she didn't see that.
0: How much has the world changed?
1: Oh, my God. It has changed in one way and another way it hasn't. It's just as crazy as it is now.
0: Do you think the world's gotten worse or better?
1: Oh, I think it's fairly dangerous right now. I think. But
0: do you think more dangerous than you were born in World War I? The whole world was fighting World War II when you were in your 20s? No. I mean, Different? What do you think is dangerous now? Trump. <laughs> You're not a big Trump fan?
1: I certainly am not.
0: What presidents did you like? You've seen a lot.
1: I like Carter, but not necessarily for what he did, although he had sort of bad luck, just like Obama. I like Obama. But... Called after his uh, presidency, he did some wonderful things.
0: If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change if you were at all power?
1: As much peace as possible. I mean, I'm less, I'm war? less war? Less war. Less war. Less soldiers, yes.
0: What do you think is the solution? And
1: unless our prison system is crazy and bad... And I find a lot of and of course I don't believe in in killing people. I mean the
0: You don't like the death penalty?
1: I don't like the death penalty. I don't like the prison system.
0: What do you do with the death penalty with people who who mass murder and kill a lot of people?
1: Well prison, all right. Okay. But I wouldn't kill them, I don't think so. And also in some countries they educate their prisoners in this countries, they make them worse. Yeah. I mean, there's no way of educating prisoners here, or at least the most prisoners. Yeah. yeah. Very bad prison system. I don't like the police anymore.
0: What do you I, think the police are doing? I,
1: wrong? I remember in England, they didn't even have guns. Yeah. In the beginning, you know.
0: What do you think? You told me a story when your mother came to visit you from Germany. Yeah. She was you were in Texas in the bus station and she went into the colored person's bathroom. They used to have bathroom for black people and white people and the police came, you told me.
1: Oh, really? You remember that story I, you told? I, me? I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah.
0: You told me that story. I wasn't there. That was in the 50s and 60s. What do you think about the segregation that you you saw segregation?
1: Oh god, yes. I think that's terrible. It's still going.
0: So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and wanna learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin Crypto Academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. How did you decide that you were going to leave the United, uh, leave Germany where you were born and raised and come to the United States where you didn't know anybody and that you were going to go without your family?
1: Well, interesting enough, my, especially my um, so-called Jewish grandmother, she wasn't Jewish anymore, but she was a Jewish descendant. She uh, had visitors of three different groups and they came to our house too. They were all Californians and they stayed one was a pianist and one was two, I think, were pianists. Is this the one that stood on her head? Yeah, yeah. And one of them stayed in our house and she already impressed me because she wore these one-piece one, one piece suits which nobody in Germany um, Women didn't buy well. them. and every hour she practiced eight hours a day on our piano, which was very good. We had a very good piano because
0: you had a Steinway, right?
1: Yeah, we had what did you?
0: Steinway? You told yeah, me. I yeah, I think
1: so. Yeah, and we had a big on the Prager Straße in Berlin in the center. We had a very big apartment, which had. Uh, the piano one was a music room that was yeah, and they came to our house too, and they impressed me so because all of them were very partly athletic partly uh, gifted one way or the other, and so completely different, but all <laughs> from California, so I said that's where I would like to live.
0: You were young then you were like ten yeah i was much- this was in the nineteen twenties, uh, grandma. We're here in California. Grandma moved to La Jolla in what the nineteen fifties or sixties. So Grandma's somebody that when she gets an idea in her head, she does it. Even if so you but weren't you scared to come to America? You came on a boat. I
1: came on a boat.
0: What was your first thing you saw in the United States? What was your first memory of the United States?
1: Well, for one thing, the Statue of Liberty.
0: You saw that just like
1: we came through there.
0: Did you go to Ellis Island? Did you go through the island?
1: Yeah, I went through there, but somehow or another, I didn't have to stay. I mean, this was different still at that time. That was
0: 19—it was—when you were on the boat, did you tell me that Adolf Hitler, that's when he attacked—invaded Poland?
1: Absolutely, and from going straight, we had to zigzag.
0: Oh, because the submarines? Yeah. The U-boats.
1: Yeah, you know, and, well— That's also the reason why I could get a ticket on the boat from Liverpool, because that the war broke out. Uh, Hitler and Poland.
0: You were very prescient. You knew that something was gonna happen.
1: Well, my English, uh, the father of the friends I stayed with, he worked for a steamship company. He said, well, many of the English boys would stay in England because of the, the war, and therefore I could get tickets. I had tickets for much later, which a ship that never went, that never So went.
0: if you had waited, you would have never come to the United States? That's right. I wouldn't be here now, probably. <laughs> right. So it's good. Grandma, you've always had, you are good at um, catching trends. Before most people see him.
1: Well, I had other people who, who warned me what was happening. I had some other ones in Germany who told me the dangers of Hitler's wars and so on.
0: And one of the most sad things you've ever told me that still makes you sad, your brother was your best friend.
1: It was my best friend. What was his friend. name? Eike. Eike. Eike Amadeus.
0: Really? His middle name was Amadeus. Yeah. And he was killed... In, in Russia, Russia yeah. in World War II, Very fighting late. the Russians.
1: Very late, yeah.
0: Like in 1943 or something, 44? Yeah.
1: yeah, I was. I remember getting that notice when I was teaching at UCSD already.
0: You were here at UCSD? Huh? No, yeah. not UCSD, yeah. Yeah. You were already in California in the 40s? No, maybe it was at Bryn Mawr.
1: No, it wasn't at Bryn Mawr. Or Yale? How come? I was teaching somehow.
0: But you weren't. You didn't come to California till the 50s.
1: I know. It can't be. I'm, so I'm, he
0: died in the 40s.
1: Yeah. At the end of the war.
0: And what happened? Do you know?
1: Well, somehow he got wounded. And he, well, at various times he could have gone home. He didn't want to leave his regiment because he was a very good officer. And they always wondered why he wasn't much more advanced because he was such a good officer.
0: Here's yeah. the picture we'll show. Yeah. Now if you notice can you see it? Yeah. If you notice this is her older brother.
1: Aika.
0: Aika. Everyone's blonde but you. This is Tanta Reila. There's my grandma right there. This is on Christmas Eve. I think this is no, Christmas
1: that's- Christmas Day. That's, that's the second, second. the
0: day after Christmas. So this is literally almost, my grandma's about 10. So this is about 90 years ago, (laughs) a Christmas in Germany. That's kind of wild. And this is the, she would have two Christmases, right? This is my great grandfather, man, he looks strict. I'm worried about this, him. I wouldn't want to cross him.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't like him, but he brought a baby. You didn't like him? No, but he because he was very critical, because he gave perform uh, musical performances in our house, and we had to be very quiet. Well, my father also complained because we often quarreled and made a lot of noise. My father had his office there, and he would come, please. Don't make so much noise. <laughs> very friendly though.
0: So your grandfather wanted you you little kids to listen to him playing the piano.
1: Well, he wanted to be quiet.
0: <laughs> you told me that you, uh, once somebody dressed up like a bear and oh, scared yes. you as a little girl and you were afraid of the dark till you were 20, 30 That's years old. Very
1: old, yes. What was it happened? Well, this was uh, in Alain which was the uh, at the Baltic Sea, where we stayed every summer. And once my uncle, Alfred Partikel, who was married to my mother's sister, okay, uh, Dorothea. No, what was her name? Yeah. And we were living opposite each other. We were left in the, in the house that was left to actually my uh, mother's older sister, but we always lived there in the summer. And the Paltigas lived on the other side uh, across. He once came to the door dressed up as a bear, and it scared me so badly. How old were you? Oh, I must have been very young. Five uh, or six uh, or Yeah, something. something like that. And I was scared in the dark or something, Many many years after that, that was very bad.
0: Yeah, people have to be careful with kids.
1: Oh, I know.
0: People are don't realize kids are like play doh. They very impressionable. <clears throat> you scare them, and you still are. You still scared of the dark? No. No, you've gotten over that ninety nine.
1: But it. <laughs> 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 well, I always liked the day better than the night too. But I do remember in Berlin, too, I woke up and I I was always scared.
0: So when you came to the United States, your brother was in the German army. So he stayed behind. Your mother stayed behind. Your sister stayed behind. She was in concentration camp.
1: Well, no, she was. She had gotten out. She she was in prison for some reason or another. For Only being communist, I think. Yeah. No, my my mother, my sister, yes, she she. When well, my sister was, uh, in the Alexanderplatz, which was the center of the Gestapo or something, okay. And I was called to bring her. I remember this uh, to bring her a toothbrush and nightgown or something, just like you would to. To hospital I could never understand and when I got there she was surrounded by all these Nazis and she was I think on a typewriter and and, and she dictated all kinds of things
0: She was telling them what to do?
1: Yeah more or less it was amazing but she ended up for at least six months in a concentration camp and my father too but he got out fairly soon at that time he was they were already, already his mother had converted to Protestantism for some, probably because of her children or something. And Berlin was different anyway than many of the other places. And. What did I say? Really? You're talking
0: about your dad went to prison too. He was in concentration. He
1: was in the concentration. How
0: did he deal with it? Did he do, I thought you said he got a, he oh, never recovered from it, right?
1: I, well, he probably recovered, but he, he looked terrible. Yeah, I remember.
0: Because he got a hernia? Was that what it was?
1: Yeah, maybe that's what it was. And he looked very bad.
0: Yeah. Did he ever talk about I, it? I'm,
1: he must have, but. He know.
0: was also a, a doctor in World War One. Did you ever talk about World War One? I'm always interested in World War One history.
1: Oh, no, a little bit, not, not very much, but yeah.
0: You told me his brother, I think, was shot in the stomach in World War One. Oh really? Yeah. You told me lots of stories growing up. You don't remember them all. No. Do you remember, most of the men in your family were killed in World War Two, right?
1: Well, the younger ones, yes. Your cousins and things? Yeah, all the non, non-Jewish non cousins, yeah. The other ones more or less got out to England.
0: <laughs> so the, the ones that, because you were half-Jewish, right? Yeah. Your mother was, was German.
1: Absolutely not Jewish. And that family that...
0: And they all died because they were fighting for the. They had to go into the German army. Yeah. Now, was your brother, he fought for the Germans, but he was half-Jewish. But do you think he knew? People didn't know in Germany right away what Nazism stood for. Oh did they? yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know? He didn't know. Why oh, do you yeah. think he fought?
1: Well he had to practically. And he and he had a chance to go to Australia or some other places, but somehow or another he didn't want to, I guess. He
0: felt loyal to his comra his, his Yeah,
1: that troops. definitely, later on in Russia, yes.
0: And he was a he was in the cavalry.
1: I think so, yeah. That's
0: wild, they still had people on horseback.
1: I know. And Russia in that cold wind, I've read about it now.
0: Do you know how he was shot?
1: He was shot and one of his friends who later on uh, brought some information on that to my mother that he could have, they looked for him and couldn't find him, they wanted to take him. Mm. out and couldn't find him and so he died somehow. Yeah.
0: When you got that news, how did it make you feel?
1: Oh terrible. I was very happy that he had he had all these nobility friends who had big, beautiful ranches outside of Berlin and he would go there and ride their horses and do things like that. Yeah.
0: War brings a lot of bad things.
1: Yeah, it sure does. But many, many of my Non Jewish uh, male cousins were all killed except.
0: Who were some of the other ones? Do you remember any names?
1: Uh, Fried? Fried? Now who was that?
0: Do you know how they died? Where? Was it in Russia too?
1: Oh, earlier I think, yeah, in various.
0: So many people died. I mean, so, there wasn't.
1: So many people died.
0: Yeah. A lot of of your female friends never got married because there wasn't enough men, right?
1: Right, and I think my uh, my uncle who was the invalid, was a, I don't know quite whether he had polio or what, but he had a, he was married, but he had a, a woman friend, somehow or another, and I guess they had that one child, and in the end, Hitler used the very young boys in Berlin, you know, yeah. to fight against the
0: the Russians.
1: The Russians. And she just yanked him out of there and hit him somehow. And, wow. Yeah. And he he survived. And I've seen him several times since.
0: Your honest. uncle, your younger, I mean, my great uncle, your brother, Chris, <coughs> didn't he have to do that? Didn't he have to be one of the guards at the end, fighting for the for Germany?
1: My brother, yes, yeah. yes, yeah.
0: You know, the this is one of the craziest facts. Your brother was one of the few people in the world who fought both in the Nazi army and then he came to America. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Oh, oh he was in the oh, home oh, guard.
1: Oh, oh, wait a minute. That was my... Who was that yeah
0: that was Chris he was in the home Guard in Germany and then he came army. to the United States oh, and army. was in the army
1: yeah
0: so he fought on both sides <laughs> how often does that happen he's still he's still alive too he's how he's young compared to you right a
1: few years younger,
0: he's yeah. only yeah. 97 yeah. he's yeah. a young whippersnapper yeah grandma calls anyone young who's in their 60s or 70s <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that you do well that. that's
1: Oh,
0: yes, <laughs> It's funny, someone in the, at 70 is almost 30 years younger than you. I know. What year did you become a citizen?
1: That's a good question because, well, I have to tell you all the way when I got here. When I got to America, I first had a job short while in a restaurant. It was the worst Waiter, I think. Waitress, I could imagine.
0: You were the worst waitress or someone else? I. Why were you a bad waitress?
1: I don't know. I just had no experience of that kind of thing. <laughs> but we had a very nasty supervisor. Really, very. everybody hated her. And I only worked half time. Shrafts. That was the restaurant, if you know. Why
0: did you not like her?
1: She was nasty. Yeah? She really was. And... Afterwards I would go around looking for jobs and once I was offered a job because I had also taken in the last year after high school uh, a course in photography, hmm. which got me a little into trouble with England too. Why? Well
0: You took a picture when you got to England?
1: No, I had the I wrote down in my, my visa password that it was a photographer, you know.
0: Oh and
1: they had sort of some suspicion.
0: Oh, they thought you were a German spy.
1: Oh, so that I would stay or something like that. Well, I couldn't stay anyway, but somehow or another, it made it difficult for me. But in any case, I had this job over, and at the same time, I went to the American, what are the Quakers called, the American?
0: Yeah, the Quakers. Yeah. friends association yeah.
1: or something yeah American friends, friends or yeah something or another. I went to them for some reason or another and they offered me a job and do you want to go to college it was already after Thanksgiving I think I came in September I think and I said yes even though I didn't quite know what a college was but the, the campness I told you about, I can you.
0: You didn't know what college
1: was? Not really. I mean, I didn't know it was university. Uh, in any case, I was invited to come there to Myanmar because somebody had dropped out or something. I remember who it was. As a matter of fact, she later went to Chicago, I think. And, and uh, I, for three or four years, I stayed in uh, days. I stayed at Bryn Mawr. College is a famous uh, women's girls. It's all women's women's college, but very scientifically oriented, you know. And I was inter interviewed by the chemistry professor, and I was very bad in science, completely, uh, un- in contrast to my sister. And he he had studied in Germany, which was famous for chemistry, before the war, and. And then he asked, so we talked a long time about that. And then he asked me just a few questions, like the formula for water, or air, or something. And I knew those things, but that's all I knew about chemistry. So <laughs> <It's laughs>
0: good thing he didn't ask you any more in depth
1: questions. He didn't ask any more, and that made it possible for me to. Not having to take the science <laughs> course <calls> in Burma. <Brandenburg.
0: laughs> oh, wow. He gave you a path. You told me when you went to the cafeteria at the university and they had two eggs and they didn't finish their oh, food. You'd oh, never seen that before.
1: At Burma, yes. And especially because they left some of it. Uh, the first year at Burma, not later on, we won't, uh, each one lived in a different house. And I left in one had a very small room and but it was inhabited by several by the women who came from as scholarships from different provinces in in america that's where i left got my friends
0: so they were wealthy
1: no were they wealthy no, no they were not and they oh, okay. uh, they also had scholarships oh, okay but they were from from long island and you know that kind of thing and And I had a long friendship with them, still do.
0: With the food? why were you surprised oh, yeah and because in germany it, you didn't have as much food right growing we did up
1: not have well we had certain types of food i remember in soap i always had yellow skin because we ate so many carrots
0: yeah you, you had yellow skin right
1: <laughs> right uh, I is that
0: because you ate you told me you had to eat carrot soup and carrot yeah
1: everything was carrots i mean there was very little food on the whole you know do
0: you remember germany's going germany going through hyperinflation Money wasn't worth much. Oh yeah, people lost everything.
1: Oh yeah, that's why well, my grandparents lost all their money. So your
0: grandparents had money and they lost it in hyperinflation. Right, and people didn't have enough food. Didn't you say your or your dad was a doctor and they would have to sometimes, bring them food? What, what rabbits or
1: something? Well, he, sometimes they brought something from their come from the country. Like I, I remember a rabbit hanging into our oh, back balcony or something
0: so for him to treat him as a doctor the money wasn't worth anything so they would bring a rabbit right wow (laughs) the world's do you think the world's going to go through a depression like that one day
1: could could well in some countries it is yeah venezuela yeah you know